Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. We want to share with you about Haya Children's Vitamins. You've been here for a few minutes. You know that we love our Haya Vitamins for our kids. Typically, children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, just total junk with tons of sugar and unhealthy chemicals. But that's why Haya was created. The pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets. And I feel reassured with that because if my kids aren't eating their vegetables or they're getting their pro, you know, proteins in, I know that this is going to help fill that gap. It is supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, and so many more, helping with immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, the list goes on and on. We love that it's made with organic ingredients, that it's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, nut-free, allergy-free. It really is a very clean alternative to get your children the nutrition they need. And we love that it is sent on a pediatrician recommended schedule straight to your door every month. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin just for you. To receive 50% off your first order, head over to HayaHealth.com forward slash mom voice. Again, that's HayaHealth.com, H-I-Y-A health.com forward slash mom voice. This deal is not available on their regular website. So make sure to head over there and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, Lauren, would you believe I just rolled through Taco Bell on the way over here to record? I got a Mexican pizza and a small diet Pepsi, which is sitting right here, and it was $8.06, Lauren. Well, I do believe because Mexican pizzas, aren't they expensive? Lauren, it's Taco Bell, okay? <laughs> I'm know, like, do you, you remember our college days when we would roll through the bell and it's like two fifty? Absolutely. But the ta- th- that's a specialty item that's only there like seasonally. So oh, I believe it. So good. Just like the chalupas. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had one? Have you ever it's had? It's been ages. Girl, when I saw they were back, I'm not even kidding. I've had one a week. Oh, serious? I'm not. Oh, it's right here. Chalup. You have no, had not a chalupa? chalupa? Not chalupas. Mexican pizzas. Oh, Mexican. No, I I'm, haven't had one. I'm hardcore Mexican pizza fan. Oh, that is funny. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Whatever that um, chip texture is, it's like a fried like chip. a fry bread or something? No, or no, it's a chip. It's it very is thin. I don't even know what tostada. it is. Tostada. Yeah, but it's not a chip. It's like very airy and thin. It's just so good. It's so good. Oh, that is so but funny. I wanted to die when no. he said, that'll be $8 and, you know, six cents. Oh, it's cents. true, though. Even just <sighs> the bean burritos are like up almost a full dollar are from we what they were. Right, right now? Yeah, it it is really crazy like, how do people do life like how I am i doing life right now i'm I just know. like this is crazy like for real i even got a seasonal swig cookie and swig is like a yeah, soda shop that is. dessert place here in town and what was the seasonal cookie it was a peppermint Ooh, um whoopie pie oh and it was 450 wow yeah i was like oh dang okay it was like uh, like five bucks for a cookie wow i was like okay like, what's happening? I know. I know. Crazy. But I did actually read that infl- inflation is on its way down. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. Gas is t- doing a little better here. But do you but... really think that places are going to, like, lower the cost yeah, exactly. of things? No, I don't. You think Taco Bell is going to go lower the cost of a, a Mexican we've hit pizza? a new standard, which is very unfortunate. Right? It's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. It's Terrible. so annoying. Um, super tragic news today. Yes, we are literally like sick about it. We just can't. We can't. Yeah. Well, as you know, this is coming out Monday, so it's probably been a few days since it was announced. But Twitch from The Ellen Show 
Sir Twitch Boss. What is his name? Like I don't know something his like handle. that. Yes, but like he is just the most happy, joyful, like fun dad dancer. He's just really amazing. He's really just been such a fun um, person to follow. Yeah, yeah. Just and and he just seems like such a great fun guy to be around. He tragically died today, and it's reported that he committed suicide. And he is only 40 years old. I mean, I am 38. It is like crazy. I know. It's hitting close to home. And even I feel like he's one of those people that my husband and I watched when we were like dating. We watched So You Think You Can Dance like from the beginning. No, no. I watched it in college. Remember I made you sit down and watch yeah, like some of yeah, it? Yeah, that was, show was huge Oh then. my gosh, I was so obsessed. And Twitch was one of like those breakout people. So was Lindsay Arnold and Whitney Carson, like all those people. But Twitch, me and my husband just like loved him. He yes. was this like free, what do you call that? Freestyle, like a breaker. Like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And he just, but he also like, could do all the dances. And that was the beauty of that show is like he did contemporary and he did, you know, all the different genres like jive and like, you know, all the things. And he was just his like spirit. And he was just like so fun to watch. And I see why he made it. I mean, Ellen picked him up. Oh, yeah. I mean, made his, him a star. Right. His I mean, energy wow. just seemed contagious. He always just seemed like so smiley and fun. And he ended up marrying Allison Holker from also. Uh, you think yeah. Dance, and yeah. also and Dance, dance with, the with the Stars. stars right. Yeah. She's been big in the dance world. And they just have this fun, like dancing, groovy marriage relationship. Their Instagram just seems so uplifting and all about their family. So it just is utterly shocking to know that he possibly was really suffering with mental illness, mental, you know, struggles, depression. I mean, who, whoever knows? I know. And it's such a fine line of like, you want to give Allison, their family, the privacy, but like, we also love him and we would love to like, know what happened. But I mean, man, sending all the prayers to her, his children, It's just so like, I just can't stop saying the word tragic. Like it is just so tragic, like especially just at least from the perception that you see on TV of him and online, like he he just seemed like such a light in the world. And it's just so sad when those things go away and there's so much darkness, you know, like you need the uplifting, you need the happy vibes. I think it's it's just right. I think it's a great reminder for us to just remember that mental health is so serious that we have to take it seriously. I mean, if you feel like you're struggling, if you know someone that's struggling, there's always people to help. There's resources because, I mean, honestly, you look at Twitch and you would think he had it all. I mean, from a the success. Hollywood Hills house, Oh, yes. The wife, the, money. the success, the, the show, and even their Instagram. I mean, they both have millions of followers. That is like, you know, instant cash money. cash money exactly so it's like you just look at it and you think oh gosh she's got it all but really when we're not taking care of you know ourselves first and our our well-being like that's when really you know it just can all fall apart so again just like a good reminder to be focused on what matters and being well and healthy for yourself and your family because we are just so devastated and we would just never want to we just never want to see this story we never want to see this play out no dad no brother no friend no mother yes like and I do think that it is such a testament of like just don't let things go on too long like Lauren said like take inventory of yourself your children your husband your friend your all the people like and when you see those warning signs Like, don't just write it off as a bad mood or hormones or whatever. Like, there are red flags. I totally and fully believe that, that like, there are little signs and little things that people do along the way where they are literally crying for help, but they just don't know how to ask and they Mm -hmm. don't know how to verbalize and be vulnerable and put out something that they're so uncomfortable sharing. And so like when you can see those little moments and go sit in it with them and like really feel their pain and let them know they're not alone and that this is just a point in time 
and that, you know, there are tools, like you said, there are people who want to help. Like you can't, don't give up. Like that's the message. Yes. Never, never give up ever. I think that's huge. I mean, I just, I keep telling myself he had to be such in such a dark, dark place to leave those cute kids. Yeah, I know. I don't want to cry. I know. So we'll move on. But we're thinking of Twitch and Allison. And even though we don't know them, I mean, it just, you know, rips our hearts right open. I know. It's bizarre. And that is the thing about social media is you watch these people in their homes and dancing on their patio. Absolutely. Their kids. And like, you do kind of feel like a weird kind of connection. Like you get their life. to them. Yeah, you do. And so, yes, just all the, all the love, support, prayers. Yes, I know, man. Before we go any further, we want to talk to you about my life in a book. Looking for a really cool gift to impress your parents, grandparents, or loved ones? A really great choice comes from the sponsor of today's episode, mylifeinabook.com. They offer a fun way to get to know your loved ones better, collect timeless memories for future generations, and bring the family together. It's simple. You select from a series of fun and exciting questions that you wouldn't think to ask, such as, what's the funniest memory you have of your siblings? Or, do you have a secret you never told your own parents? Then it gets emailed to them. They write an answer and even attach a meaningful photo. This happens every single week, and at the end of the year, They all get compiled and printed into a beautiful keepsake book that you can get copies of for your entire family if you want. And to make sure that you preserve it digitally in case anything happens to the physical copies, you can also get it in audio format, which we totally love. With mylifeinabook.com, you can show your loved ones that they're meaningful to the family and help build their legacy. I've tried it in the past with a family member and they totally loved it. To save $10 off your first purchase, head over to mylifeinabook.com and at checkout, make sure to enter promo code MOMVOICE. Again, that's mylifeinabook.com and enter code MOMVOICE for $10 off your first purchase. Well, from one tragedy tragedy, (laughs) I guess so, right? We had to dive into the Harry and Meghan show. We talked about it last week briefly, but we've gotten into the first, you know, um, chapter of the three episodes that they've um, released. And we've just got to dive into that for a quick moment. Okay, so I've only watched one episode. Okay, let me just start with this. The very first thing. The name, the title? No. Why does she call him H? Oh my gosh. It is so weird to it's me. just not natural not natural does whatsoever. not roll off the tongue not at all whatsoever like i get some um letters can be cute as a nickname like right. t or you know whatever like or kind B. of if it, ends <laughs> with e, like- if it ends with an e kind of sound oh, no. but like s no not happening like l's cute because l's a name right right, right but like right. no h no, H is so, so like much effort. strange. Yes, it bizarre. is. It's like you might as well say Harry. Yeah, H. It's just, is just as much long. effort. <laughs> Put the Harry out in the world, Megan. Stop. I just, I can't. I can't. I Every couldn't time either. She goes. Well, when I'm just with H, and then like H and I were doing, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't like this at all. Please like, stop. give him a secret prince name or yes. something, or like a like, pet name. Yeah, or like you know when my like I don't even know, but. And Maverick. I, when I'm with Maverick, you know, well, the Secret Service name that they have for him, <laughs> whatever. You know, he does sign Haas, H-A-Z sometimes. And I've heard people refer to him. I think that's how you pronounce it. Haas. H-A-Z? Uh-huh. What's Haas. the Z for? I don't know. I've heard that. And I almost can appreciate like a Haas more than like H. H is just so bad to oh, me. totally. I'm literally sitting here trying to think what the Z could stand and for. And you know his name is actually, I think it's Henry. His yes, name is Henry. I do know that. Yes. And I know after King Henry. Like Henry. Totally. Like Harry's a pet name or nickname anyways. So I'm like, hey, be or formal. Ray Ray. Yeah. Ray Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything but H. The H. H is killing me. Meg is cute. And I even think he called her like M once. Like I think That's I heard. okay. M's a M name. kind of works. Emma. M. Not H. H. H is so bad. And then like the friend referred to him as H. I'm like, stop. Everyone, stop doing this. Okay. Or like Prince. Call him Prince. Oh, I would take that. Darling. I would Darling. love that. Oh, that would be cute. Yes. Prince. Hey, Prince. What's yeah. I'm married to a Prince. Yeah. Okay. Any whatever. Yeah. So, okay. 
It's obviously a very controversial show. It's a very heated like debate of like if you're like supporting them, your fans, you love their story, you're here for it, or you're kind of not here for it. You're either Team William and Kate or you're Team Harry and Meghan. Period. Yeah, period. You you're kind of either are. like established Brit, traditional tradi- traditional or you're like modern, you know, UK movement. Like either one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you, Sarah? I don't even know, Lauren. I feel like I went into it so annoyed. Like she's trying to just throw her Americanness all over Great Britain. When they threw her this like lavish wedding, they rolled out all the red carpets, spent all the taxpayers money, like all the things for her. They got rid of all the marriage clauses with the divorcee and the Catholicness and all the things like I feel like they really did like go to bat for Megan in a lot of ways just for her to kind of like throw up on all of it. Like I really do. Yeah, that's how I perceived it. I have only watched literally the first 45 minutes. I think I fell asleep through the first episode, so I don't even know. I do feel like, yes, that would be a freaking whirlwind to get thrown into. I think that is such a unique experience that literally that one family experiences on the face of the planet. Like no other royal family has what that Windsor family has and what makes them special. And at like... I, so I can't even like elaborate on that because it's just so far from the realm of my reality. Like I can't even imagine. I mean, even the security guard that they hired and I don't, I think it might've come like episode two. He said, and he was like Australian. He said, you know, he's worked for a lot of famous people, a lot of politicians and stuff. I mean, nothing can touch what he's had to go through and deal with, with this royal family, with oh, Megan, all of it. So I totally agree. Like, it's next level. We can't even fathom what that would no, be like. I don't think either. But I guess my spin on it is, I, well, I feel like it's very interesting. Like, The Crown season five had just come out. So and I haven't watched that either. And I, I'm only a little bit into that. But it is about Diana really kind of starting to adjust and take a stand for her herself. Wings. Right. She's doing the tapes that eventually become a documentary for the book and all of that, all this. And so and I, I don't think she um, it goes up to her death in this season, but it just talks about like the divorce and just the lack of the support realness of and the, the realness and yeah. the aloneness mm-hmm. she felt and. You know, Charles was always with Camilla from day one. We see that like all these things. So I think it's very interesting foreshadowing to like what Megan is going is going through what she has to have has gone through as marrying into this family, being American, being an outsider, being Harry's wife, blah, 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 blah. And so I kind of was like trying to like give Megan a fighting chance thinking like, yeah, she's probably been through hell and back. And this is really hard. And as much as I think we could all say do it this way, it's probably obviously easier. Well, that's how I came away off of what I watched in episode one. I felt like they were kind of laying the groundwork of like, oh, wow. you can't help but fall in love with their cute story. She's this like She's feeding the chickens, Lauren. She's throwing the seeds to the chickens with the baby on her belly. In their little California life. Their little California life. Let's let's readjust your verbiage there. They're grandiose. Yes. Whatever it is. Yes. They're Montecito. Sorry. Right. They're next to Oprah. Right. I know. Wow. No. So I just think, but then, um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Just the comparison to Diana. But then some of you might follow House and Habit. She's a great Instagram account that just kind of follows all the big debates in Hollywood or on the news, really she in the news. She was the Johnny Depp she one. Fo- went down right? the black hole for yes. Johnny Depp. She, and Gabby Petito. Like, she yes. follows it. She does her research. She's really interesting. So she kind of made a point that just, like, is haunting me through this whole thing. Oh, what is and it? And she was just saying that, let's not forget that Princess Diana was this naive 19-year-old virgin who got swept up by Charles and married off. Whereas Megan is a 36 year old American divorced from Hollywood and an actress. And so they're very different types. And she knew exactly what she was getting into too. Like she knew what she, and and that's the thing in the, in the first episode into the second, she kind of like acts like she's so shocked by like, what this is going to look like, how this goes. I have to curtsy to the queen. And I'm like, girl, Come on. Come on. We all grew up with Harry and William's faces on the magazines. We all watched or them like on the news. Or like any Disney movie. Exactly. Go watch any movie right. with the queen. You're freaking curtsying You're to it. You're going to curtsy. That is one thing in the in the show if you've watched. She does this grand old bow 
that honestly is just mocking the tradition. Wait, are you saying she's like sitting in the interview chair like she is in episode one? She gets up. I haven't seen this. I don't know. How is she? Is it like footage of her bowing or is no, it she's her, recreating her it? Recreating. Oh, Lord. And she does this drastic bend over bow yeah. and holds it. And she's like, and then I bowed because we have to curtsy and bow to the queen. And she's really like mocking it. And you can read and you can read um, Harry's Harry? body language. It's just, is he he's mortified? Very uncomfortable. You can tell he's uncomfortable by what she's doing. And I, and the thing is, I want to like Megan, but through the out the first three episodes, she just kind of has this like demeanor, this kind of passive aggressiveness this honestly, entitlement to entitlement her. Arrogance I got this like her. very like I'm the strong American woman like and I don't mean that harshly I right. think she is gorgeous I think she is so gorgeous and like legit I was like so their number one fan I was too. watch the wedding watch all the footage I loved their story I was too. the engagement photos like everything but I would totally agree I think that like Lest you are legit raised on a farm without TV or internet, like, you know about the royal family. I don't even care. Maybe, maybe if you are like the generation below us, younger than us, maybe not. But those boys are our age. Yes, they are. We grew up with them on the cover of Teen Bop and all that crap like that we would get in the grocery store. Exactly. William and Harry were a fixture in our lives. Like, I don't even care what you say. And especially like with the death of Diana and like, you know, we can all remember that, you know, all of it. They were oh, just a fixture. It, like, I don't even know. It's just been a huge part of like our pop culture, yeah, our history. I don't, I don't buy yes. that at all. Yes. And I, I picked up on that in the first episode. She seemed very um, genuine. I just don't feel like her genuine, yeah. like her heart. Like, I just feel like I, I don't know. I, I. Totally agree. I wanted to be like, this is the true Cinderella story. Oh my gosh, an American princess. How cool. Like she got it. Like that is like only a dream. Like, oh my gosh, this story. But just something about how they have gone about it. And I absolutely, now the whole next chapter is going to be about kind of like the wedding and then the fall from grace, essentially, of like how it just spiraled into this out of control thing. And they had to step out of the limelight. They had to step away. They were pretty much you know, just so I guess like, I don't know, kind of tortured by the tabloids and I don't know, lack well, of support. Is, doesn't, doesn't she claim that like there was something with in the family yeah, where like, she felt discriminated against or well, something? Implanted stories, something like that. things yeah. that kind of came from within. Yeah. That's where some accusations and things are going to come. We do know that we've read like the, the royal family and um, the palace are just completely mortified by this docuseries. And, you know, and from what I've seen so far, nothing is like too truly like shedding bad, you know, bad publicity or light on them yet. She does talk about how the royal family is not super warm and fuzzy and they're not huggers. And Shocker. I've, always, <laughs> I've always been a hugger. And, you know, oh that cold gosh. seriousness that's on the outside, really that portrays and goes on the inside. Yeah, and I'm no like, crap. No, the woman's I, been through World War II oh, and every civil rights movement it, on the face of the, the earth. Queen, right. Of course, she's going to be stoic. She's Megan. probably rolling over in her grave oh, right my now. my gosh. Like, Poor Queen I, Elizabeth. Oh, my gosh. To see that it kind even. of unraveled like this. But like, it's very, but, but I, I play the devil's advocate and I do in the back of my mind say, Harry was always different. He knows he's not going to be king. He's always had a different like position in this. And like he always was a different energy. He was more like his mom, a free spirit. And so this shouldn't be shocking that this is just how their story went. But it is just no, so. No, but here's the difference. So sorry, finish your comment. No, no, no. So go what? ahead. I just think it's so sad because William's there on his own and they were such a team. And like that's where I feel like I wish it just like could have stayed like the true support system. Nobody knows what it's like to be a prince and to have that life and be in the center of attention and so controlled and mimicked and all of that for all their life. But they were in it together. So this is something I have actually been observing and thinking about for literally years is there's kind of been a shift, dare I say, since Facebook was invented, there's kind of been a shift of what relationships are. And what marriage is and what love is, really. I feel like if you look historically at over time at marriage, relationships, everything, 
it wasn't always about like the instant need, the attraction, the sex, the wants, the desires. It was usually about like survival, making a family work, like commitment, duty to your family, things like that. It had a bigger picture than like my needs, my wants, my sexual desires, my things. I want, 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 want. The the overarching relationship of like a marriage served a bigger purpose, right? Oh, 100%. Like, do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you committed to that marriage to raise children, to like perpetuate society, essentially. Very much so in the royal family. It's been about duty. It's oh, been yes. about bloodlines. Yes. It's been about like it has not been about romantic love, right. period. Right. I think William and Kate like got there, right? Yes. I think over time they are so on the same level that mm-hmm. they understand what's required yeah. and like they do love each other on a different level. I think Harry and Meghan connect on like a personal, sexual, like true love, love, love level. And that's what they're fighting for. I really do. Yeah. I think it the big picture of like their country the society, the culture, like literally the world's eye is lost on her, period. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Like if, if you like literally look back at like arranged marriages oh, or even just a lot of the world still happens your that daughter way. off at 16 just so she had someone to pay the bills. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Right. No, legit. Like literally from the beginning of time, like relationships have served a purpose. Yeah. And it's been like survival. Right. Like the best way to survive, your family bloodline to survive. And the Windsor family is the example of that model. Not not a example, the example. They are like the only bloodline of all those cousins who were like Russia monarchs and other European and Greek monarchs. They're the only surviving family. Like they have figured it out. So like for Harry and Meghan, just to like be like, peace, yo, like I'm out. I'm going to California. California. (laughs) I know. So my point is, I I get William on this. I get where he's like, man, like we were in this together. Like it's a different world. Well, and only two of us were born in the line. We are the blood. And you're just giving that up. I I mean, one of like the historian guys on there was talking about how in reality, when you really step back and think you're just given this like authority by blood, blood it's well, kind they of think it's by God, truly. Right, right. They do. Sure, sure. Yeah. But like when you in today's society to step back and think we're just handing this over to someone that just happened to be born, they could be like the biggest idiot, the most irresponsible, like the foolish person in the Andrew, world. Prince but, Andrew. But yes, <laughs> yes. right. But that, that is the tradition. That yeah. is the yeah. formality. That is how it goes in the line. And so they kind of say, yes, you could look at this and like kind of laugh at it but also this is very serious this is how it's been for 600 years and how they're going to carry on and so when I think of it like that that's where I'm just like Harry how could you do this like Harry there was two of you only two of you and I just wish like oh it looked different I wish I mean I wish you know they could have they, they are very much spinning it that you know the tabloids and paparazzi just ate her alive and just harassed her up and down which they probably did. They probably did. Yes. I'm sure. But like at the same time, I'm like not a reason to throw your hands up in the air and run away. I'm like, I I mean, everyone has had to go through that at some point in, in that in that family. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's just so tough. It's it will be so interesting hard. to see. But I am at the end of the day, I will always be William and Kate because Kate to me is just the utter example of like, perfection duty. And, duty. and duty in that and position grace. yeah oh, she's just yes the just the poise the grace the style I mean she just I mean it would be hard to live up to that for Megan I, mean, I know this is my age speaking again and my generation because we're old enough we're old school Lauren we are I guess yeah but I do think that like yeah with that position like there's so much privilege so much opportunity, so much money, so much everything. But with that, like there comes a set of rule books and like a set of things you have to abide by. I don't think you can have your cake and eat it too. That's what I'm trying to say. And I think Kate very much got that. I think here in America, we don't even understand that. We are just so 
free, you be you, wheels off with everything. Like, I get it. I get how she probably freaked the heck out where she's like, wait, I can't have an Instagram account. Are you kidding me? I can't post my own stuff. I can't have my website anymore. What? You know what I mean? Like, she's probably freaking out. But like, how did you not talk about that before? Right. You get on the world stage. And how did you not understand that when you're marrying a prince, the most famous prince in the whole world, like a prince? It's, but at the same time, I get the need to protect your kids. Yeah. I, I know she, they, Harry, he's probably traumatized from what his happened mother. to his mother. Yeah, he is. So I get that too. I, I would be crawling off into a hole somewhere too. And just I know. That's where it hunkering is. Hunkering down. It's, it's so complex. It's so complex. And he so, saw this firsthand with his mother. So it's like he has a, pers- a different perspective. And especially knowing, again, William will be king. And then when William dies, his son will be king. He has a son now, so it is not Harry. Yeah. So Harry kind of probably views this whole positioning different. Yeah. I, I don't need to be here anymore. And so, it, but it's all just, yeah, so it's complicated. I'm still I hopeful get it. that maybe there will find a way to like make right. everybody Come happy. Back circle. I agree. I agree. I hope. I mean, those boys, oh, I, know. I don't know. I know there's been a lot of damage done, but it will be yeah. really interesting to hear the rest of the story. So to be continued, but that was just its just hard because the royal family is going to be silent. You're not ever going to hear their inside yeah. story yeah. and you're only going to have the full details of Harry right. and Meghan's side. Right. So, oh my gosh, crazy. Before we go any further, we want to share with you about Beehive Meals. I'm so excited. I got my first delivery this week. And so an awesome cooler came to my door just a few days ago with 10 freezer meals ready to go. Just pop them in the freezer. And and I just love the idea behind this. We shared a little bit about it last week. And there's 10 awesome menu items. So I pulled out the chili just the other day before I headed to work, set it on the counter. I let it thaw out for a few hours. When I got back, I browned the meat. Popped it all into the crock pot for about two to three hours and ready to go. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just, it was so simple and I was so excited. I threw in some rolls in the oven, had a hot meal ready to go, and I literally had to take about 10 minutes of my day, if that. That's incredible. Yeah. No shopping, no like mental preparation for dinner. (laughs) Exactly. Give it to me every day, please. I know. No, I am. I'm like so stoked about this. I even pulled out um, one for tomorrow. We're going to do the cilantro chicken, lime chicken. And I'm really excited to throw that in some with tacos or whatnot. It's so good. Oh my gosh. And good for you for having rolls on hand. Oh, well, and that's, that's very good. And I, that's this great suggestion. If you have a side or two, or even like, you know, if you want to spread it further, like having a side or veggies to throw in with something like you really could like definitely feed a good few mouths. I mean, I have a family of six and it's it's going around plenty for my four kids, but I think you could even stretch it further if you needed to. And I love that they have like a fresh menu every single month that they deliver straight to your door. Like this month in December, they've got carne asada, orange chicken, the chili, zesty Italian chicken, classic meatloaf, like a little something for everybody. And I think it's all things that your kids will totally love, like just mild enough that nothing is too exotic. Absolutely. Home-cooked meals kind of feeds everybody, satisfies everybody. And I love that now they're new to Arizona. So this is brand new to Arizona as of the last few weeks. They are a company that comes out of Utah and they've won a few awards. So I mean, they have been rocking it and doing so amazing. They've won a best of state winner in two categories, meal delivery and food manufacturing. They're recognized as one of Utah's fastest growing companies. And Lauren, they are one of the hundred companies championing women. Oh my goodness. Yes. So many accolades. Absolutely. When I was talking to their owner, he was telling me that and just how women are behind everything and just like, the creation, the menu, even the owner is one of, is a woman and just like really giving so many opportunities and they just have been killing it. I totally love the approach that they're trying to get away from the microwave, from the microwavable tray, all the things. And I am the worst at that, you guys. My family has survived on frozen chicken nuggets for too long. Far too long. Far too long. So we are totally embracing Beehive Mills and we have loved it. I am queuing up the carne asada tomorrow as we speak. My family loves a good Mexican dish. So we are going to do it. I'm super excited. All right. So if you're interested, you need to go check out the website beehivemeals.com. 
And you can go on there and select the day you want it to arrive to your door. And you better book out because they are selling out fast. Yes. Like right now, go to their website, beehivemills.com and go to order now. And you're going to see days with specific cities or regions under it. You will see sold out days. So make sure and go find your region, find your day and check out. And before you know it, you're going to have a week or more, two weeks of meals right to your door. Absolutely. I think you're going to love it. It's going to help you be able to sit down and have family meals together where that is the important time, especially in these busy schedules with the holidays and everything. But being able to sit down together as a family for a few minutes really is the most valuable time of the day. And I mean, let's be real. This season, this month, let's be real. From Halloween to New Year's Day, it is go time for mom. Mom has all the things. We're doing all the elf things. You know what I'm talking about. It goes from morning to night. All the recitals, all the dances, all the performances. We are just exhausted. So just take one thing off your plate. The price is super good. Like I think it works out to around 20 bucks for your whole family. I just told you Taco Bell was eight bucks for a Mexican pizza, guys. So this is a great value. No lie. I think it's fresh ingredients and we really think you're going to enjoy it. So to check out more details, go to our show notes and look for Beehive Meals or go to their website at beehivemeals.com. Okay, I know this is a random topic. But what are are we going to talk about, Lauren? What could it be, Sarah? What could it be? Sarah and I just Did we just see someone? Yeah, we just ran to an event where we saw someone from the past we hadn't seen in a while. Blast from the past. Blast from the past. And it just- Blast from the college past. Got us to talking. And this gentleman, you know, our age, you know, has balded since we've seen him last, okay? Um- Quite quite a bit. And it got us talking about balding. And balding has been on a conversation between us because of our husbands, with our husbands, between our husbands, for many years now. She's just laughing. She is just laughing. Jeremy is going to just murder me. Go ahead. No, but that's the thing. I don't think it needs to be this weird, shaming conversation. Normalize the balding, guys. Exactly. Hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag normalize. Normalize balding. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. But I do feel like that is truth because just like us women, oh, you know, we we age and our bodies change. The cellulite comes. The cellulite comes. All we the lose cellulite. The boobs, oh, like the boobs. Be- like all the things oh. after all the babies, all the years, our bodies change. Oh, my hair's thinned. Oh, let's be real. Yeah, let's be real. Yes. Some right? of our. Yes. Oh. Our hair has thinned post baby, just through hormones, stress, stress all the things. Oh. So we were just talking about men and just how it's it is a thing. It's a stigma. It's it's a stress. It's a thing for men. And and just because like we had talked about, our husbands have always kind of hated or dreaded that stage coming. So me speaking firsthand, my husband, um, we got married when he was he was twenty four. I was twenty three. We had our first baby about a year later, about a year and a half later, and so he was just about twenty five, and I was. I look at the pictures in the hospital when my oldest was born and he was 25, 20, almost 26. He is pretty thin at that point. Bless his heart. You know, he's only 26 years old. I don't remember that. And he's already thinning. I really don't remember that. But I know my nurse of a mother, literally, I grew up hearing that if a man's going to be bald, he will be bald by the time he's 29. She oh, would really? always say that. Oh, interesting. Like truly bald, bald. Like, you know, the whole like top crown of your head. If you're going to do it, it's going to go by 29. That's okay. what she would say. Well, that, I have no idea if that's factual. That would probably be about truth, George. I mean, truly. And uh, and you guys all know, I'm sure we all know this, but it comes from the mother's line. Okay. I feel like I've heard various things here. Like oh. it skips a generation. It's from mom. It's this or well, it like, skips I don't a generation know. Because it's from mom. So it's, it's from the mom's line. So what the mom's dad, your grandpa and your mom's side. So it skips a generation because it skips your mother. Then the next, you know, that, that doesn't one. hold true with my brother. It doesn't. So Dixie's dad, dad, Died with a full, full head of hair, thick hair, a but black. Your brother's hair. not bald. Uh, he's pretty thin. He's, he's thinner thin, than Jeremy, but he's no, over no. thirty. He's so thinner, he's way thinner going, than Jeremy. But that's the thing. Let's remind ourselves: if you can hold on to your hair till you're at least forty-five or fifty, you're fine. Because everybody Are starts you? thinning at that point. Yes, because then it's like more acceptable to be like a thinning 
slash bald man at 50, 55. The thing that sucks for these gentlemen, and I feel bad for them, when they're 20 years old, that's when they should be in their prime and they're bald. Totally. And I, I agree. Feel, and I feel for them because we all can admit like the framing of a face with a hairline really changes your look. And so when that starts receding or you get cul-de-sacs or, or just, or you're shaving your head because you're already kind of worried about it, that absolutely changes the way you look. Yes. But George had a great, has a great face shape. No. And I will admit George has a good head shape as well as face shape because yeah, let's be real. Not every man looks great with a buzz or a big head or anything like that. And so George pretty quickly, like in his late twenties, like started sporting the shaved head because- You know, some guys don't mind sporting like kind of the thin like front cul-de-sac, like you kind of have the, you know, whatever I should say, the side cul-de-sacs. They don't mind that. But like George's hair is so blonde, too, that when it got to be thinning, like his hair is almost like a white blonde. It's very blonde. It was very blonde. And so then it just kind of almost canceled out and he just started shaving his head. And it worked for him because he's got like a muscular frame. It kind of just worked kind of looking like, but like he didn't love that either. He didn't love looking like, Mr. Clean or something, you know, that's like how, how he identified it as like kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. and yeah. I have to do this. I don't I'm not choosing to do this. I have to. Totally. And I get that. That's that kind of hard. like an emotional process. Oh I my think gosh, I know. Totally. I mean, what about Jeremy? Like, when did he start recognizing he or did he start caring at a certain point? I don't know. He doesn't talk about it a lot. I feel like it pops up here and there, like throughout the course of our marriage. Like, yes. it's not like an ongoing discussion I feel like I talk about my weight a thousand times more than he talks about his hair and I kind of relate the two (laughs) yes I kind of feel like for women our like obsession is our weight or at least mine I'm speaking about myself and his can sometimes be about his hair but George would argue that weight is something we can control hair is not totally he would say that he would be like you know you hate when you gain 10 pounds or five pounds and you're you know blah blah, blah. he's like i can't even control and if i, I have hair control or not. how small my boobs were yeah i couldn't right. i was born with small boobs right like non-existent boobs dare right. i say so that was something that like i didn't like right i was born with that right. that was but i mean i get it you can like dress around that and if you're like thin and you can work around it i do think the hair like you said frames your face it is just such like no legit like I am going through a process as a woman like now that I'm post children I don't even know dare I say like way 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 early menopausal I don't even know my top portion so what I would consider like bangs you know what I mean is significantly thinner than when I was in college my whole head first of all like if I would grab my ponytail in college or high school it would be 25% thicker. It's yeah. way thinner now. The whole texture has changed. It's not as curly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like there, it does. Something changes. I don't even well, know what no, it is. And women balding is a thing. I have another friend, close friend, that actually ha- is dealing with a lot of thinning in the scalp area too. And absolutely. And that's like, as a woman, terrifying too, oh, because your your hair is just a large part of your look, your head, your face, all of it. Like, I mean, it's a huge aspect. So to feel that worry. I know that post-COVID too, a lot of people who had what they call hard COVID, that was like a huge symptom. So like my dad, he had a really bad case of COVID and he lost a lot of his hair for a while. Thank goodness it came back. But I've also heard of women that I know, older women specifically, who did lose like a significant amount of hair and just how traumatizing that is. Like, do you remember being pregnant? It's like you never lost hair. Right. Do you remember that? Oh, well, like, yeah. Your, your hair actually, is just like, like luscious. Your, your nails, your skin, your hair are at their prime. At but least like, for me. The my second was. the baby ejects, it's <laughs> no lie. Baby ejects, you're like, Lumps are coming out in the shower. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Absolutely. Like, they talk legit, about that, right? Legit Le- clumps. Shedding. Yes, you're and like, it's concerning. So much. It's yeah. like concerning. Like, holy yep. crap. But I think it is standard. There's a stat. Like, you're supposed to lose like 100 hairs a day. I know. It's crazy. Is that not bizarre? Yeah, it is. It is like something crazy like something that. Super crazy. Yeah. And so that is natural. Oh my gosh. If you could see my brush after I brush my hair oh, every day, it has this. Girl, if you could just be a donor, you need to be a donor. If they could figure that out. I know they should figure that out because amen, that would be like life changing. Yeah. Get paid tons of money for your 
thick hair. Well, you know, I was going to reveal here a really big, um, it's not a secret. What is it? It's like a a fact, a truth, but like I'm dropping a big thing here. Yeah. And with my husband's permission. Yeah, she did call and get the verbal consent. I did. And I knew he wouldn't care because- it's kind of like, I mean, you know, if you know him, you know. Yeah, you kind right. You can't not. I, I mean, if you knew him before, I guess sure. because I think you if go. you would meet him tomorrow, you would probably have never guessed. Never. But, yeah. um, but my husband actually got a hair transplant, so yeah. he, he looks incredible. Yeah, he really does. It looks so good, and you know, it, we we kind of got to this point. You know, I've shared here. I've had a tummy tuck, and like us women, like when things bother us, or there are procedures that we can fix things in our boobs and our noses and our tummies or whatever it is. Um, our know, lashes, our, our lashes, our Botox. <laughs> Give it to me all, ladies. The hair extensions. I don't have them, but you know, right, right, I need someone to fix my tush and all, we'll be good to go. So, yeah. I mean, that's why it's like I've never even thought twice or like judged the situation at all because it's just something that he just never could really shake off. And it just always kind of like yeah. bothered him. Yeah. So he decided, well, he for years had thought about it and he just was too stressed and too worried. Like, A, what if it didn't take right? What if it didn't turn out? Oh, sure. What if I paid all that money? The pain? And the pain and the procedure. And it just wasn't what you thought. And even like- Which, let's be real. It happens. Row back to the beginning of this conversation. Homie we saw tonight did not end up so good. Right, right. Well, and if you I mean, and for a minute, if you know many men that listen to Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan yes, had it done I've and heard. it did not go well for him. Yes. He still shaves his head and he has the scar. He has the scar. That's right. So it is like that is a fair and warrant concern because I mean, totally. yeah. And so for years, he kind of was like, no, no, no. And we actually went in for a consult and we still waited another two years before we even moved forward with it. So then we went back to the surgeon. And we had watched some YouTubes, talked to some people that had done it, like da 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 da. And I was just like, "If you're gonna do it, this is the time. You're in your prime. You feel good. We're like, you're you're fit. All the things in that. It, this is the time to do it." So we actually went through with it, and we had to go to a surgery center down in Tucson, Arizona, and blah 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 blah. If you know the procedure at all, what they do is they take a strip of your scalp. It's pretty gnarly. It's pretty gnarly. Do not back. watch it. Yeah. Oh, I gosh, I have not watched it. Did you? My husband has. Oh I have gosh. It. I'm like, why the freak why are you, you watching watch that? It? No. You just go blindly and ask yes. for the drugs. Yes. That's it. Yes. <laughs> go to so, sleep. Fact is, a man will never lose kind of the strip at the bottom of their head, like right. the crown around the head, like to the like ear, your ears, yes. the top of your ears down, down. Yeah. They just it is they will not lose that hair. Isn't that weird? It's very fascinating. Yeah. A different like type of follicle. I don't know. So what they do is they cut out a good strip of the back of their scalp and then they lay it out on a little thing and they pick out those hair follicles. Those are called your donor something. They call them donors. Like I guess essentially. And that's yeah. where when you said donor before, it would be fascinating if they could take a hair off cadavers or even like donor like me. Like oh my if gosh. I like and put it onto people's head. I've never thought about that. How in the world do they do heart transplants? But they don't have hair transplants <gasps> like that, like a donor. Wait, they don't. What? Because then anybody could do it because you wouldn't have to take from the back of your own head. Girl, but they that can't. That just blew my mind. Yeah. We can have like every organ in our body replaced with someone else's. That's nuts. Yeah. I've asked about that because really, if you could do that, like anybody. You. Does could it have, just reject it? I, I, I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. That's they cannot weird. do that because they take. So they take the strip from your own head. Put it out onto a tray and then they take out the hair from that skin and put it onto the top of the head. So that's well, why they like implant it, right? Yeah, implant in your it hair into follicle, the pore. Yeah, into right? like the pore. Yeah. The follicle wow. goes down in and it plants or whatnot. And that's why it it's always like if you have enough strong hair to give to the top of the head, like there's all this like so, so my husband really wanted to focus on the front hairline. So he kind of was willing to sacrifice a little bit more in the crown. He's taller and like, you know, and it's mm. the crown. And again, he's near 40. He doesn't expect to look like an 18-year-old boy again. Totally. You know, like we're just wanting a natural, we want a hairline. Yeah, at this point, he doesn't even have a hairline anymore. So we wanted a hairline. And so we really kind of focused on the top of the head and the forward. So the crown is definitely thinner for him. And he has thought about someday, maybe I'll go back and do it again if I have enough, again, strong hairs that they could take. 
and they could put into the crown. But you have to understand they're taking from somewhere to put yeah. somewhere else. There's something to do with so, the density, I think. Yes. Like and, how dense. Right. Yeah. And how thick it. and dense your yeah. hair is mm-hmm. and how much you have to give. Yeah. So that's why, again, that donor idea would Did be genius. Did they do this on women? Have you ever heard of that? Oh, I'm sure they do. I, I, would, I wouldn't I know why they wouldn't. That. Yeah. I Can mean, you even imagine having that job all day? Oh, yeah. Literally like tedious. taking tweezers just Very one by tedious. one. Can you even? And like, she I did it for dentistry. almost two full days. Almost two, two days. full days. Yeah. Wow. It took that long. And it's a surgeon. And it's a surgeon. And they're just exactly. And he's like in like a chair where he's sitting up, but like his head's being held. And he's, he's like, wait. Definitely drugged out, though. He's watching movies. Like, he's watching Does movies, he but no. That? He's like, I can remember them starting like Rudy and that's all I, and then it was like Rudy. seven hours later, he's, Rudy. I'm picking him up. Like wow. he doesn't remember anything. Interesting. So yes. Yeah, so they put like plant the little hairs in. So then for about two weeks, you just cannot even touch the head. And what like, was the night like? Let's go back to that. So you take him what to a hotel? hotel. What was, was he just like agonizing pain? Well, he Is was he... so kind of like drowsy and like still drugged up a little bit that he was able to sleep. But you have to be careful because you don't want to lay on your back because that's where the incision was. And you don't want to lay on the top because you, if you really at the beginning, if you kind of brush the top oh of your gosh. head, some of those hairs could just pull right out. Oh my They're gosh. Not I would be a wreck. It's stressful because you don't want one of those hairs to get touched, knocked, because I think I would put a collar on him. You know yes. those car wreck collars that keep you like erect, your head erect? We did sleep. When oh. he got home after the surgery, we did sleep in an airport pillow for a while. Oh, smart. And I did yes. put that on him. And then for a while, then he would kind of just oh. sleep like this face down. And, and we just had to be really like aware the first like three or four days. And then their face gets super swollen. Like they're they, just because of all like the blood, blood and the yes. like all this. His eyes, he got black eyes and he just kind of had a puffy, like puffy eyes and forehead. Was he just, expecting that or yeah, did that freak him out? Yeah, they say that's pretty normal. No, okay. they say that's normal. Okay. They expect some swelling, the black eyes just from all the blood flow and stuff. So yeah, so the, for the first night, it was just definitely a little awkward. We tried to just be super fragile. He goes in the second day, finishes it up. We take him. I He just sits in the car, just half asleep practically. We drive home. And then it was the next three or four days of really being careful because there is pain. There's some pain to be considered and some like whatever. And then just the discomfort of like, how do I sit, stabilize, lay down where I can be comfortable but not jeopardize the scalp because that is so crucial. So then within about 10 days... It's planted. And she says it's it like, like scabs it's secure. Maybe it's not even. Yeah, it's oh. scabs, but it's not even that like you can wor- not worry about like losing it. It's and, taken root. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The seed so then because root. I was like, can we just get this guy in the shower? Like all of those things and just like worried about that. So after the first 10 day mark, and I feel like that's with most surgeries, when you hit the 10 day mark, right. things are on the way up. Yeah. You kind of are feeling better, the recovery, the pain, the incision. The body isn't in shock yes, anymore. Exactly. Like, yeah. So you're on your way up. And he was back to work for sure within like about that 10 day mark. Yeah. He really was. And he kind of had to be, but like, and he was fortunate enough that he can wear a hat to work where he works. And so he could kind of cover up the first beginning stages because it is a little funny at first. It kind of looks a little off. And then crazy enough, the first month, it all falls out. Oh, that's The, the right. baby hairs yes. all fall out. And it is kind of traumatic and terri- terrifying wow. because you're like, oh my gosh, I I'm hope that this works. one case. I know. That just lost it all. Yes, it's I never going to grow. this works. Oh no. And then you just have to watch it grow back in. It takes a few weeks and then you start to see it kind of come in and then it takes a few months to start really growing and then getting some length and you really don't see the full results they said till almost the year mark. Wow. And that is so long. So long. It is like, oh, you're just like, oh, it's it's coming. But I can remember, Sarah, when did we go to Sedona? That was through the boy's birthday in August. Do you remember that? Was it 2020? Was it 19? We and did our very first reel in Sedona. Yeah. Remember, we're sitting on that 19, little thing. But we started in March 19, so that would be right. Yeah, that's probably right. So in, in, it, we got surgery January 19, and I can remember those pictures specifically in Sedona. Remember how cute, good his hair looked? Yeah. He, it was very blonde. It was short. It had just grown in. He had kind of gotten their first trim to shape it, and it looked so good. And that was August. So that was eight months. 
And then come like two or three more months, you're really getting some growth and length and it just, it's there. And he let it grow. Oh my gosh. And he yes, was he did, so George. excited. He had some shaggy hair. I he loved was, like, it. He was like, I'm going to have Jesus hair for a few months. It. I'm going to like live this moment. Yes, he is. And he is like, oh, so happy oh, with it. I know every girl. I, there are times where it's like, it just looks so good. I love it. Well, the funny thing too, though, is that blonde batch that it used to be when I mentioned that it was so blonde, but because it's hair from the back of his head, the back of his head hair is darker and it doesn't, it never was as bright as his blonde on top. His hair is significantly darker now. Yeah. I wouldn't even call him a blonde anymore. And it's like so strange because if you knew George at the beginning, he was just this bleach blonde, like totally. toe head, totally. even as an adult. Yeah. And so now he is not. So that is like a little bit funny and different, but it's okay. It like so totally good. works for him. He looks so good. He looks so handsome. It's just one of those choices. Like I wish you would have done it a few years ago. I know. Like you would have loved that when you were 32, 31, like. Here we are, though, at like 38, and he feels better than ever, and it looks so great. And, and we do sometimes d discuss, like, maybe we'll go back in soon and, like, touch up the crown a little bit. Totally. But, like, we had a really highly, like, recommended doctor, really highly, like, um, qualified, qualified yeah. doctor that, like, really has just perfected the craft. She's been in the business for a long time. And it's really been a big success. So, I mean, wow. I don't know if you have any questions or your husband's do feel free to DM because that's the thing. George just like, wants to share the knowledge and share the, the facts of it because it's like he is so glad he did it. And I mean, probably 50% of men feel the way he did at I some know. point. Yeah. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. No, and it's I like, agree. go for it, own it. And like, if that's something that you need, like us women, like, you know, if I need to fix something, you know, I totally look into agree. it and I do it. I'm all for it. Yeah. I love it. Okay, Lauren. Well, let's wrap this one up with our hits and misses of the week. What was your miss? Have I said this recently? I don't know. But oh my gosh, if you could see, Sarah, my room right now. You said this three weeks ago. Did I, I really? Yes, you did. I probably did. No, it. And you're like, oh. I have not unpacked from the vacation. No, okay, I got that under all control uh, <laughs> like a few weeks back. Now no. it's boxes. Now it is. It is. And returns. It is. Wrapping paper, boxes, clothes. Girl, I feel you. Shoes. I feel you hard. My, my room is the dumping ground, which rightfully so, because it's like if everything else can feel somewhat situated, it's like, fine, just shove it in there. But like... Oh my gosh, my head's spinning right That's now. That's my closet. My head. I wish I had a door on it oh, so I didn't yeah. have to look at Girl. it. No, it's my space. It's like all of it. And you're just like climbing over oh, it to no, get into bed. Literally, <laughs> so literally last night. I know your I world. I home and it was dark and I just, I was like. Uh, you're trying not to make too much sound. I was like, oh, okay, I got in bed. Oh, jeez. This I'll think is about it tomorrow. bad. I need like another two hours of my life to do this. Like. Oh, it's bad. I and think I'm, so oh. many people are literally like, yes, I feel you. I think and we're I, all online shopping more than we ever have. And then I'm just like, but I'm like yelling at the kids to clean their rooms. And you're such and a hypocrite. I'm such a hypocrite. Totally. Like they could totally throw it in my face. They, they haven't yet. Thankfully, they haven't caught on. They just are like, this is how mom lives, I guess. No, this, oh, it's just so bad. I'm just so like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just keep saying anytime. I'm sorry, George. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to get this figured out. I'm going to get through this. I'm sorry. It's so true though. My oh, life. Girl, I, I used to not go a day without making my bed. I have not made my bed in over two weeks. Oh, I don't believe that. Okay. Maybe two days. <laughs> it's been bad. No, it's been intermittent at best. Oh. It's been like. I'm doing good if I just like throw the throw cover know. up to just if, if, cover well, the if mess. The throw pillows, make it on the bed oh. so they're not on the floor that yeah. I'm stepping on. I'm yeah. happy oh, because no. then it's like one less thing on my floor. Get them on the bed, yeah. the throw pillow, because I have like five, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, no. Throw pillows have long been gone at this point. I it's know. just too much. Okay. Well, my mess is super quick and so silly, but I just had to say it out loud. I just got an Amazon notification. I love you, Jeremy, so much, but we have reached a new low, you guys. Amazon order one item for $3.86. <laughs> what I was, was like, it? A spray bottle for $3.86. I was like, we have hit that point in existence where we are now 
so lazy. Like we can't even roll down to Target to go get our four dollar spray oh, bottle. I know. It's true though. We just Amazon it Amazon. while bedtime's happening. Yep. I just died laughing. I'm yeah, not I, even kidding. I, I get the notifications from Amazon and it's like ding, like order received. And I open it up. I'm like, oh, what did he buy? I click on the order and I'm like, oh my gosh, so funny. Okay, I have to ask a question. I know we're tied on time, but I have to ask this question. Go ahead. Because I've been thinking about it for days and I wanted to bring it up. Oh, Lord. What is with the bodysuit thing? Okay, this is such a tangent. But like when you're shopping online and looking at all these things, bodysuits. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? The, the shirts like a that, space? The shirts that go at, under like a Leo. Oh, yeah. Bodysuits. That's a 90s thing. No, they're, they're, that's all over now. Yeah. Everybody has bodysuits. Every cute shirt is a bodysuit. Yeah. Okay, but what is a bodysuit? Is it a thong? It goes up your butt? I don't, some maybe. No, the ones that I knew back in the day, like high school, no, junior high. Um, no, they were like a swimsuit with sleeves. That's how I like a busybody thing. Is right. that what they're called? I just but blanked. it snaps under the crotch. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and no, it I, creates a very tight look right, for a, a loose tight, pant. Right. Exactly. That's the, that's the goal. Right. And not untucking and it like was American it's, Apparel. That was their vibe back yes. in the day. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Remember that? Well, no, it's very back. Like yeah, everything has a bodysuit. Like even when you see a cute shirt in like a, a catalog yeah. eye outfit, it's a bodysuit. Yeah. My but torso's no, too long. I've never a lot bought of body one. Bodysuits are thongs. They I've are. Never once put a thong on my body. Well, I'm. What? Hate. No, I'm not even kidding. I'm You've never a, worn a thong. Never. I've tried it once, and it bugged the crap out of me so bad. Lauren. No, they bug me too. No, no, I couldn't deal. Like I felt like I had a freaking wedgie the entire time. I'm like, yeah. not for me. Give me the bikini cut all day long. No, I have actually never been a fan of them either. I hate them. But then when I see these bodysuits, I'm like, wow, am I just like this old right yeah, now? I am. Totally. Am I that old that I'm like a bodysuit thong yeah. is like the worst idea of my life. Like, because it's like, it's up my butt. On so many angles. All day. <laughs> it's up my butt all day. And there's snaps riding right up too. And I'm like, no, why? Why would anyone wear this? And then I'm like, but is this normal or yeah. is like everyone feel this way or like what's happening? Um, I think you have that freak segment of the population who's like 95 pounds. And, and it just, they don't even phase them because no. it's just, there's nothing to rub it's against. It's just kind of hanging off it's them just like, and they're yeah. like, oh, it's so, it feels so good. And it's like creeping in all the areas but for then us. There's, I guess I haven't seen much of the full bikini like once. That, okay. That has been on my That's, mind. I haven't looked at them in forever. Those are the ones I remember no, from back in like the day. No, but even like Abercrombie or Nordstrom or like, I bet Madewell. Well, I haven't seen many I on, Madewell. Seen on Madewell. No, yeah. but like, I mean. You know, just, that's all I frequent. That and yes, Loft. They're not on Loft. <laughs> yeah. They're not on that older generation, I guess, yet. The so geriatric like, collection I, but, over Oh, here. yeah. But a lot of places have them. Oh, and I'm like, oh, no, geez. That's, so, oh, never. I have no desire to embrace that. Okay. What was your hit? of the week my hit was one night this week I literally crashed by 8 45 p.m and I have not gone to bed before 11 p.m in probably months so that was really nice yeah I can vouch for that you yeah. are you are one to really soak up your nighttime yeah I always you do are. I never go to bed early so, so what it was, happened it was you know I, we you just hit a wall I told myself yes yeah. I I really had it was I, it intentional it was both. Okay. I had just hit a wall and I told myself, I've got to go to bed early tonight or I'm going to be a zombie all weekend. And the worst is when the weekend hits and we're just dragging so bad. You can't even enjoy it. You just it. can't. No. And so, I mean, this was like, you know, earlier in the week. So it's, but still, I just, I'm like, I have to get some sleep or I'm just you, going girlfriend. to. So we were watching a movie as a family and I just laid on the floor and I definitely started dozing. And then right there in the middle yeah, of the floor. right, right. <laughs> And then I I just got up and walked to my bed and George did bedtime and everything. Like, Peace. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to bed. Like I I'm a sleepy zone. I'm just gonna go for it Good and for take you. it. Yeah. Oh, what a dream. I don't yeah. think I've fallen asleep before eight thirty in so long. So long. Like short of having the flu, something like yeah. that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, my hit of the week was super sweet and super cute. My Kate, who's 10, just like your twins. She made me breakfast the very first time. Breakfast in bed this Sunday. Oh, breakfast in bed. Totally by surprise. Caught me off guard. I mean, I had to kind of force 
a bit down. You know what I'm was saying? It not that good. What she make? No, it, it was like great, but eggs only have a they have a small shelf life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Before they get very cold yes. and very and you know yes. how I am about texture, Lauren. Yes, you don't like. like I am not one to eat cold eggs. Yeah, but I I had yeah. I had some bites and I good for you. I was so proud of her. I thought it was so sweet and she did the plating so good and cute and fancy and had a napkin and it was just very precious and I was. I felt loved and it was out of the oh, blue. That is so sweet so, of her. I, I know. love that. You know, we had to go do the dishes downstairs, but that's okay. Yes. You know, that's yes. fine. I know. Um, and so that was a sweet, sweet hit. And I just love my Kate. So that was sweet. Okay, guys. Well, with that, we are going to wrap this one up. We hope you will join us next week here at The Mom Voice. If you haven't yet, please make sure you head over and give us a five-star rating and a review. And if you have any questions about anything we talked about or you want to say hi or see our kids or anything like that, go say hi to us over at Instagram, TikTok, whatever, at The Mom Voice Podcast. We are there throughout the week. You can come say hi and we'd love to talk to you. All right. With that, Lauren, do we have anything else? No, I think that's going to do it. Take care of each other. All right, guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.